sports interaction. Canada Sportsbook. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Leafs win versus the Penguins. 5-2 in Pittsburgh. They played 42 minutes of wonderful hockey. Really good. 42 minutes. And uh, that's a good thing because that's the entire game. There is no other. I don't know. People say it's 60 minutes. I just (laughs) choose to forget that part of the second period ever happened um, because I was totally like, no, no. As soon as the second goal, that, oh, my God, horrific second goal was that was we'll talk about that. But as soon as that went in, I was like, oh, that's it. I, again, like I said this yesterday, I was writing Eminem eight-mile rap bars about this team. I was like, they didn't do this. And I said, did and everything. And then they turned it around. So, yep, I guess absolutely. we can be happy about it. Well, and, you know, we're playing 42 minutes out of 62 or out of 60 instead of 18, right? That's more than 50%. Right. Normally, we're the Penguins playing that way, where we don't show up for the first and we don't show up for the third. We show up for a little bit in the thir- in the second, just enough to get your hopes up. Only this time, the roles were reversed. If you are, if it is your first time here, welcome to Game Over Toronto. My name is Lauren Williamson, uh, Lauren in the Six on Twitter, with my wonderful co-host Fouad. Go ahead, buddy. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, make sure your eyes are all a part of the show. So make sure. You tell your friends, put it on social media, tweet it before Twitter becomes a bird watching website and <laughs> just shout it from the mountaintops. Tell all your friends uh, you're part of the you're part of this stream, just like we are. So uh, get the word out. And uh, we already got some of our regular people in the chat. Mikey's lab's uh, back. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, everybody? See you, buddy. Cameron, shout out, Cameron. So, yeah, so here's the thing. You know, we wondered. We're like, you know, can they actually hold this lead? And the Leafs. They said, you bet. And if you want to bet, you can do it at Sports Interaction. Football is back, or football is ongoing, rather. The World Cup is around the corner, and hockey season is underway. Bet pregame, live in play, are one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com. Slash SDPN, slash SDPN, Ontario only, 19 plus, please play responsibly. So. So. Yeah. So the first thing we got to talk about was the first goal because shooting it like from three-point land was John Tavares, okay? And I have to, I have something prepared about John Tavares. I, I got to say, 91, can you do something for me? Can you score a lot of goals next for me? 91. Do your thing, 91. Woo! John Tavares finally gets it off his bat. 400 goals. I didn't know this. He's the third highest third highest goal scorer from his draft year on. So that 13 really? years. Who's, yeah, I saw that. Who's above him? Ovechkin and somebody else I uh. do not recall. But, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? People on Twitter and stuff were saying, you know, Maybe John Tavares is washed. He's washed. And the only thing washed is his kale. Okay. That's it. That's <laughs> he doesn't need a, he doesn't need it freshly washed. It comes. He, I'm sure he has a device in his fridge that washes it for him. Oh, absolutely. But what I'm trying to say is he is healthy. He's rejuvenated and he's, he's killing it. So and he is back. 
with a vengeance, looking better than he ever did, looking like he did before he had that awful injury a couple years ago versus Montreal in the playoffs. And yeah, boy, I'm getting this 1819 vibes. Like when he first signed, I, he's kind of has that vibe to him. Yeah, I hope it keeps up, and I'm really happy that we saw that tonight. Um, and those two first goals, they were like so refreshing because the the core show different sides of themselves. So, you know, seeing Marner on both goals crash the net, I was like, it's a, it was a sight for sore eyes. I was like, are you are you kidding me? Who is this? A singular goals tier. goals from inside the blue paint. The goals we've been begging and praying would come yeah they like, are just like oh we're just gonna do it against pittsburgh which okay sure yeah that's great that's great that's great yeah. and and if they can play like that i mean we're we're definitely gonna get to uh matt murray and his impressive comeback performance after injury oh he oh he he carried him. he kept them he in the game tonight. tonight for sure he kept them in no, the game tonight i for mean sure. that roller that avalanche that came in the second period if it was shelgren i i think we're talking about a wave different after wave after wave after wave there was a yeah. lot of pressure and you know having the the mitch marner goal in the the second goal that they got the marner goal in the first was just like he doesn't usually just like hang out in front of the net and do that. And I that think that's was amazing. I think that's why he was able to get away with it because nobody was expecting him to be standing there like batting it in in the blue paint. That's not where he usually is. He's usually in one of the dots, right? Hey, sometimes you got to make new songs after the one hit wonder. Okay, you got it. You got it. You you know you you can't you can't stay the same in this yeah. league. They have data and they have more data on you. They yeah. know more about you than your parents do. Probably like they know they do these yeah. teams. So you have to switch it up. And I like the way that I saw, I like what I saw from Marner for sure. And Tavares. I, I like, I, I think I like the top six. I think I like it. I, Even the third line, the line they, of, of, uh, camp Mulligan and, uh, Zach Aston Reese, the 62, 64, 12 line. I was like, that's pretty good. They were getting some really good zone time. They weren't getting a whole lot of chances, but, yeah, you know David Camp, most underrated player on the Leafs. Just tell me if I think so. Um, Noted favorite of Lauren, David Camp. I might have to buy a Camp jersey if he resigns here. I might have to buy one because I love that guy. I think he's, I just think he's something real special that we don't really have lots of. I like but that. Wow, that, I, is, that is heavy they were, praise. They you. weren't rewarded tonight, but you know that line is really good, and they were they had Camp on the fourth line for a while, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they didn't yeah. even score. They didn't even score, but they played great. And I just, I just love when we play so great. It makes me, it puts me in such a good mood. For 42 minutes. <laughs> it was amazing for 42 minutes. Yeah. But what yeah. I also noticed to stick to the positives, because we're trying to do that here. We're not trying to, we're not, we're, we always ruminate over the negative. Yeah. Let's, let's stick to the positive here. So I like th- these line combos from the OG line combos from like 2018, 2019. Um, I, I felt like there were more fluid five-on-five. Five. And that's been something I've seen, like, a lot of advanced stats on, that they are, they've been abysmal five-on-five five this season, especially relative to their talent. They're down, like, a goal a game at five-on-five five so far this year. And, yeah, you know, yeah. is so, it, is it, I was thinking about it today, is it, are we still allowed to say it's the beginning of the season? Like, it is. It's in the first, it's in the first 20 games, right? So it's before the first, it, you know. Yeah, about 20%. Just under. Yeah, so, 25, yeah. So it's early. Know, it is early. It is still early, right? They've only been playing for six weeks. And uh yeah. 
and you know hopefully we can get that sort and get those numbers up i mean listen we know that marner is gonna whoever he plays with he could play he could play with just about anybody in the league and pretty much guaranteed that they're gonna get at least 50 points he like he is he is phenomenal and and when he is playing really well you want to get him with the best players and when he's not well put him with the people that are playing really good and right now that's Tavares and and when Matthews gets going again which inevitably he will because you don't score 60 goals and then just forget how to score right it is gonna happen it's just a matter of when I wouldn't fret over. Uh, I know everyone's like, you, you can't, you can't, you can't separate Matthews and Marner. You can't do it. I, I wouldn't fret over that. I mean, that's why you have the depth. That's that was their vision for the team. You have these four star players that you can mix and match whenever you want. And this has been a proven commodity. So I mean, it looked the offense looked noticeably more like themselves or how they should look today. I mean, there were times where like some of the games this season where. When the when their offense is at their worst, I I could barely watch. Like I could barely keep my head out of my phone. I'm like I can't watch this. It was so bad. You're but, doing this. You know, you're doing the. I'm not really watching. I'm I'm, just like, I'm on. Ugh. I'm scrolling doom scrolling Twitter. Like I don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care about the team anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doom scrolling Twitter. Mikey. Mikey in the chat. Jordy Ben for the Vesna. <laughs> Jordy the Vesna. Yeah. Jordy no. Ben. Who, if you squint and you take away. You know, the one in front of his number, it could be Jake Muzzin out there. How well did he play tonight? Oh, man. <laughs> he's like he's like Jake Muzzin. From, he's Jake Muzzin from Wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but tonight, on he played so well tonight. Come on. Yeah. Come on. No, he did. I, I had a lot of notes. I mean, I was I literally wanted to say, is Jordy Ben the best defenseman on the Maple Leafs? He's not. <laughs> he might be the best but... right shot defenseman right now. It's not saying much, but you know, I like, I like him. I, I like what I see so far. I feel like he's, he's giving me the Spezza vibe in a different, in a different way. Okay. Like obviously Spezza, they're different players. I'm not comparing them, but you can see that these guys rally around this guy and who's a veteran. He, he's been in the league probably 15 years. I, around that, I would imagine. I think they said 10. Jordy Ben? Yeah. I thought he was he's, a, he's about, I think he's about 35. Yeah. Regardless, he's been around and he's a tough guy and he seems like a likable person that if the if the guys can rally around him, like the this core does need someone to push them or mm-hmm. needs that guidance. They don't really have it within themselves quite yet, but I like them. I like them. Maybe you know, one I, day. I, I, yeah. I mean, he's a bottom six guy. Let's not go nuts. But he he provides a lot of value. Like you noticed him out there like like ten times the most probably the player you noticed the most, to be quite honest. He looked like the best defenseman on the right side tonight. And, you know, I say that from a place of love for my team, right? I have jerseys on the wall. I have hats. I have so much merchandise. My mom asked me what my Christmas list was. And she said, don't you want anything other than Leafs stuff? David Camp jersey. (laughs) Right? No, no, no. I mean, listen, it's not not on the list. (laughs) But, you know, I think that Erasmus Sandin's Pass decision that oh leads to the Sidney Crosby goal is like, as soon as he touched it, I knew it, something was going to happen, and then I saw I who was, down for a second. and then I saw who got the puck, and I just went, "Oh no!" And okay. then it was at the back of the net, like earlier. Oh, uh, what it was, like, that was bad. Was it today or yesterday? Then uh, that uh, Dubas spoke. I, I I think it was either today it was or yesterday. yesterday. It was yesterday, and. He literally said, they're asking him, are you, the reporters are asking him, are you going to augment the defense at all? He's like, you know, we're going to find out who's good and who's not good. And it's pretty blunt coming from Kyle Dubas. 
Um, so Rasmus Sandin saw that and he threw a Walter White pizza in the middle, like from Breaking Bad. <laughs> he throws the pizza. Like that was no, that was bad. I mean, this is not I mean, this is not the first one. You can always forgive the first one. It's not the first one. one. No, it's like the it's like the fourth or fifth this year. Like 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 of like of errors that are so egregious that anybody who has never watched hockey before would be like, okay, he did he did the bad thing. He did the bad thing. So and I know that technically he's not a rookie anymore, right? No, I I got I got chirped a couple weeks ago in the comment section about about calling him a rookie, but he is still arguably like one of our youngest defensemen that we have on the team. And that's just what I I mean by a rookie. I just mean like he's the greenest of, of our defense. Him and Lily are are pretty much tied in that respect. Right. And it's just moments like that. You see, you see the lack of experience in the NHL. Whereas, you know, a player like Jordy Ben doesn't do that. And Jordy Ben isn't even, you know, he's no Victor Hedman, but, He's not all that talented. Yeah, he's not the most talented guy. <laughs> but yeah, I I feel bad. I feel like knowing the fan base and knowing the media and knowing how things go, I feel like he's about to get gardenered by the fans right now. Like, I mean, yeah. And I feel for him. I I I just urge everybody just to tap it down a bit because he is still young. You know, we want this guy to develop. I'd say calm it down. He's I mean, he's got to do better. He's got to do better than that. If you want to be in the NHL, then you, you can't be doing that. You're, no coach is going to trust him. No. And, like, and no, but no, but after a play like that, you know, what team is willing to take that either? <laughs> you know, if I guarantee that if you look up Twitter and Rasmus Sandin right now, all you're oh, going to yeah? see is highlights of that. I would, I don't know. I did. I haven't personally checked, but that was a terrible, it was a terrible yeah. play that, you yeah, you were you can't do that. that in the playoffs in the last couple of years has led to the series winning gold, right? Travis Dermott, uh, Alex Galchenyuk, goals where we were like, "What are you doing?" Oh my gosh, hockey that hockey end up is like that end up crushing ho- our souls, right? They're Jake Gardner style fuck ups, yeah. and completely, yeah. And you know we yeah. don't need people that are going to make those, and he makes them more than any of other of our defensemen right now does yeah. i'm sorry Catas- like yeah catastrophic errors i mean <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean riley had one riley had one that almost led to a goal like he i saw one where he just threw it out into the middle again yeah so i don't think it's just sandy but the sanding ones are just egregious so they're just yeah. egregious and they just oh yeah it's not it's not just like oh you 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 found a hungry bear and you throw it a rotten piece of meat. No, you're giving it like a rump roast essentially. Like it was easy, yeah. It was, and it's Sidney Crosby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just and, dimed him up. Yeah. Let's see what the chat's what? saying here. He seems pretty reliable. Jordy Ben is on pace for 67 points this year. <laughs> That's a I super like that. Stat. I wonder is there a sports interaction bet for that? I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, it's uh. What would yeah. the payo be for that? You, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, going off the defense question, like, I mean, they do. You, do you think I? I think they might have to do. They have to paper over somehow. Like, they got to. They have to add, make some kind of ad for the deadline. I don't think they can go in even when Brody comes back. Like, like I don't know. Like, you look at that defense and you look at them and you're like, can you go one playoff round with them? Two but, playoff rounds. But right? that's the thing, right? We're not trying to go just one. Even though I know most of us would probably be like, I'll take one. I'm happy with one. Yeah, but once you get one, you're going to yeah. be upset when you don't get it. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is they 
I, I don't think they can – I don't think they're not going to – I don't think they're going to let this just be the defense because, you know, Kyle Dubas is a free agent. Uh, barring some miracle, he is not coming back. So You don't think so? That, well, like, if it's not a first – and listen, if it's not – I think if it's not a second round and at the very least, there's no possible way. I think both te- guys – both sides would probably want to part ways, I think. But, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Because there's a lot of people that have a lot of authority that are saying that if Dubas leaves, so does Matthews. Which Ooh, they're they're thick as thieves, eh? Yeah, there are a lot of people that those two that are saying so that those like, two people are like the click is like Dubas, Matthews, and Bieber. Like that's the click. That's <laughs> the guys that hang out. Yeah, that's who goes car- that's who goes and does karaoke for sure. Yeah, for oh no, no, Dubas. Sure. Yeah, Dubas is like the dad, the dad friend of the group. No, but seriously, like they, I, I think they might, but I think they might. I think he shout out, Je- shout out, to fellow game, game over host Dennis Lee. What's up, Dennis? How you doing, buddy? Just like Lay's, can't stop at one. <laughs> I'm trying to see what he's referring to here. Did I, did I miss something? Oh, I think he's talking about the Rasmus Sandin fuckups. I hope. Can't That's... stop at one. No. No, good. he's talking about the rounds. How many rounds in the playoffs you would want to win? Can't stop at one. You oh, are right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, I, we said a lot of things at once, and I, I completely forgot. <laughs> We're very excitable. You, We're very excitable. When, especially- Dennis, why are you sabotaging our street? No, I'm just kidding. We love you, buddy. <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. Oh, yeah. man. But, like, I think, they, I think they might add somebody at the deadline, and I don't – but I, it's kind of – it kind of tears you because do you want to keep – Firing out draft picks and firing out draft picks to kind of chase after your losses. Like, is that something? Or can they get somebody cheap? Maybe they can get Luke Shen back. I don't know. He'd be okay. Like, maybe a stabilizer back there. I don't know, man. Like, I was trying to do some research on it the other day, and I was trying to think of a good red shot defenseman that we could get that's reasonably priced. And almost everybody that's pretty decent has moved recently, which makes me think that they're probably not going to want to be traded, right? And it depends how much yeah, money is going out the door. And like, because Rasmus Sandin only makes 1.4. So unless we're packaging him with somebody else that makes more money that frees up more cap space, it's going to be slim pickings. So, you know, I mean, it looks like on the on the plus side, though, after tonight's game, you know, it looks like maybe if he can stay healthy, maybe we don't need to go and find another goalie because... Let's get back to Matt Murray and his redemption game, the recovery game, his first game back after his only other game that he's played so far this season, only letting in two goals tonight, where there were a couple chances where I thought, I am so glad that he has practiced with those guys and knows how they like to shoot because there were some chances tonight that he took away from the Penguins that just... He he stemmed the tide. He's the one, I think, that really broke the momentum. Uh, I, I don't know if Eric Shelgren would have been able to make some of those stops because there were some 10 bellers. Like there was some really like really amazing chances given up yeah. by the penguins. Like yeah. there was a lot of those chances and, and normally the penguins yeah, are a team like, that take advantage of that. Right. And for them to not be able to capitalize on Murray, for him to be able to have the confidence in the game that he won, you know, it, it, I hope he feels good tonight. He played really great for us. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, against his former team. Like, that's, you know, build some momentum. Thomas Tam wants Luke Shen. Give me Luke Shen. You might not be wrong. I'm down with Shen, Cameron Gilmore. Might not yeah, be a bad I, idea I, here. I don't like the idea of risking another Felino move. Like, if, like, hey, let's just say you're going to go after what? Like, you're going to go after 
like a John Klingberg and you're going to you're going to throw first and then gets injured. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those things like and he's going to be gone at the end of the season. Yeah. Like the only person I would like throw picks and like actual value at would be like Jacob Chikrin from Arizona because he's young and he's under He's contract. not a right shot defenseman. Just make him one. I don't know. There's not that many of them left. <laughs> There's not that many of them. And that's what I mean. Like, you know, you do like you do like they do they in don't Catholic come school, out everywhere. okay? Catholic school, you're not allowed to write with your left hand, okay? You got to be right-handed, okay? That's what they did. They don't do that anymore, do they? They used to do it. No, they yeah, used to do it. My, they mom, used my mom to. went to a Catholic school in the Middle East. She told me it was like that. But, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The left-handedness is the devil. But let get those get those nuns. Change them up. No, but seriously, I think I think somebody stable would be uh, somebody stable, somebody cheap. You know, you got if you could find a way to do that, then you're good. But uh, yeah, I think I think we'll see there. Uh, let's talk quickly before we get out of here uh, about Jake Muzzin, because that news came down, and uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that because it's pretty significant. Jake Muzzin is being reevaluated in February, which is the longest time I've heard someone be reevaluated. So I think it's just kicking the can down the road. I think it's a formality at this point. Yeah, I don't think I he's mean, coming back. A cervical spine injury is like a quality of life injury, right? It's not a torn meniscus. It's not like a it's not a sprained elbow. It's not a broken ankle. Like the way that Kyle Dubas and then Mitch Marner are talking, you know, they're like the wife and kids, the wife and kids. He's got family. You don't hear that stuff for a fractured ankle. Well, and and Mitch even said, like, you know, obviously I knew about this a long time before you guys did. So, you know, I mean, I don't find that surprising at all, but obviously they've known that this is going to be something where he is not coming back for the foreseeable future. We should be planning for a future without him inevitably, right? Yeah, like absolutely. He's and he, he's an older guy. guy. Yeah, and he is an older guy. He's been in the he's been in the league a long time and he's had really bad injuries for multiple years back and he's forth. Hard. And, yeah. Hard miles. Hard you're, miles. You're hitting, he's 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 putting himself in a human car accident every, every night basically. And for like what 13 years? Yeah, and you know, and the way that the management of this team is, done. is the way the way that this management team is, I could say a lot about Kyle Dubas as a GM. Full disclosure, not a big fan of his work as the GM. However, I will say about Kyle Dubas is that I think he's I think he's a guy that puts the people first. Like I think he's a genuinely good guy. I think you'd want to be you'd want to work for him because, and I don't think I think I don't think you'd hear him urging Jake Muzzin to come back. Right, like you saw him with Mikheyev. He stayed in the hospital with him after he cut his. Went wrist. and got him clothes. Yeah, like he's he he cares about the boys, and that's a good thing. Like he's a player friendly GM, and, and that's a good thing, right? So, um, I don't think I don't imagine he'll be the one to give him the nudge to come back. Right? I think he cares too much about these guys as people. Which is a good thing, right? I think, yeah. you know, uh, 10 years ago, the Leafs didn't have a good reputation of caring about their players. And now no. I think Dubas and his tenure and how he does give a, a veritable fuck about the people that do work for him and do put on yeah. the jersey that he represents and manages. I respect know, him for that. I, Absolutely. And I think that that reputation does go far. And I think it's the reason that, you know, some players that I think some years ago probably wouldn't have come here. Um, oh, yeah. 
you know, I think he de- he has sort of redeemed the Leafs' reputation on not only being somewhere where if you're going to get injured, well, go to Toronto and use all of their medical staff and all of their facilities and get better and then go play somewhere else, right? He, yeah. I mean, that is part of it, and that's a good thing, but, you know, it doesn't lend itself to always be great when you're always counting on getting players that have a history of injury either. Right. And Jake Muzzin is a part of that. It's almost like a Shea Weber sort of situation where, you know, Muzzin was sort of hurt when he came over from the Kings. He already had some injuries from his past. There was a lack of foresight there, right? There was a real lack of foresight to say. Absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of, there wasn't a lot of forward thinking there, but yeah, I I mean, again, I think Muzzin, he's played, he's had a, he's played a great career to be proud of. Uh, I believe two Stanley Cups. With the with the Los Angeles Kings, that's where he played his best years, and uh, yeah, I, I hope for the best for him. I, I really hope. I, I mean, a cervical spine. People are saying they're not ones you do take lightly, and I think I think spine injury equals take serious. So yeah, you know. Listen, you only have one neck, right? If you, <laughs> you you can lose a lung, you can lose a kidney, you can lose a you know maybe not lose a leg and still play in the NHL, but. You know, there are lots of people that have lots of injuries that they go through, but you only have one neck. And I hate to tell you this, but I think it's something its something as small as like a, like a half centimeter in any direction. If your spine moves quickly, you can like be paralyzed from there down. We are very fragile, oh, very fragile beings at the end of the Thank day. Thank you for saying right? that. that. That really makes me feel comfortable. Well, about you know, don't forget activities. about your own mortality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, we have to. Yeah. I, I really hope, really hope for the best for Jake Muzzin that, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he does the right thing there, but uh, and hope he feels better soon. And on top of that news, you know, the icing on that cake is uh, our our favorite R one L one sliding backwards defenseman TJ Brody is also going to be out for a couple of weeks with I think yes. an oblique yes, injury. I was to that. Right? Yeah, I mean, it was weird because Tavares had this oblique injury, and then they were like, "He's out for like he's not gonna he's gonna be two weeks into the season." And they're then they're like. Okay, he's playing. And then I'm like, okay. So maybe it's one of those injuries that like gets better quickly. I I I know what an oblique is. I know what it, I know what it feels like to hurt it, but uh it's not fun. It's your ribs, so like that means breathing is kind of difficult. So. I think I hurt that the other day when I sneezed too hard right here. Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> we're clearly elite athletes over here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Drinking out of our nalgene bottles. Yeah. Hey, I drinking my bubbly here. <laughs> What flavor you got? What do you got? What flavor? Uh, it's strawberry. It was like a mixture of them. Oh, fancy. They're quite good. They're quite good. Let me see in this chat here. I hope the Leafs... I... Cameron says, I hope the Leafs somehow played the Bruins in the first round. Don't y'all want that? Why? I mean... Why? For... Why? I, Why would you want I think that would be the best redemption arc path. That would be the... That's the way to do it, right? That's Arthur's revenge at the yes. end of Redemption for, for 2. An, for an inspiring story, not a tragic story like the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if I... I don't know if my little brain and heart and soul can handle another... Oh, boy. I mean, you got to play them to the win playoffs. the cup because they, they and, are a wagon and a half. And real sports fans... I guess I am a real sports fan, but real sports fans would say, you know... You should be if you're gonna win the if you're gonna win the thing you should be able to beat anybody and there's there's a good argument to that right there's it is truth true to that. I mean that's why I think that's why this the like the the loss against Columbus didn't sting that much because I'm like remember when they lost to Columbus I was like 
like it wasn't even like oh man like we missed out i'm like they can't beat columbus that team was like they weren't they weren't up to snuff like they weren't in the playoffs you can't beat columbus you think you're gonna go against tampa i know it was weird covid rules back then like in the uh, in the bubble but if you can't go against columbus then I was like, yeah, you're not waiting winning it anyway. So it's one of those things. Well, and there was a co- that one comeback game in Columbus was just even after that game, I just the, when they didn't win that season, I was upset. But I was I was more resigned to the fact that I'm just gonna give that one a bit of a write off. I'm gonna give that one a bit of a freebie because it Perfectly is a COVID fine. thing. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I was still upset and I was still pissed that we didn't get for, past the first round at le- least. But you know, there was a little bit of a mulligan well, in I mean, my Montreal opinion. Montreal the next year. Yeah, that was just, I was, I was like, just angry. Like, well, <laughs> well, people were like, oh, we could have had the run that the Habs did. They could have had an easy run against Winnipeg. Yeah. And then they could have played Vegas. And then they could have, they could have played Tampa in the Cup. I'm like, no, no, they couldn't have. Did you no. not see the team? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. They should have run through that Canadian division playoff run. I'm, I'm still so here. upset about that Montreal loss. I why don't, are we up don't tell here? Andrew how upset I still am with that. Redemption, <laughs> yes. yes, Red Dead Redemption. I just, maybe I'll play Redemption. some Red Dead Redemption after we finish here tonight. What do you think? It's a great game. But honestly, what team would you be okay with? Oh, what for a playoff game, playoff series? Yeah, Leafs fan forty four. But honestly, what team would we be okay with? I would yeah. rather I would rather Boston than Tampa. Might as well, right? You, you just get it yeah. over with at that point. I would rather because I think that if the Leafs beat Boston. Whoever they face in the second round, because they're going to be so jacked from yeah, beating they, Boston, they're just, yeah. I don't really think who it matters they're going to face in the second round. I think they would go to the finals in, that, th- in yeah. that timeline. I think that they would have just broken every curse yeah. at that point. I think but, that there's not much that stops them. Listen, maybe the Avs, you know, maybe if, if oh, I don't listen, even want to think about it. I'm going to take some inside, inside information here. So when I was, when I was, uh, when I first met, Andrew Berkshire, he asked me, so, Andrew Berkshire, uh, host of Game Over Montreal, he asked me, so how are you going to start your show when the Ottawa Senators beat the Leafs in Game 7 of the playoffs? And then I had no answer for him. And I thought about it later, and I said, I would call up my therapist on Zoom with us, and then we would all just hash it out, because I think that would be <laughs> the only healthy response at that point. But uh, he I, asked I me missed, that too. Yes, you know I thought too. about you know I thought about that later. You know when you think about things afterwards, you're like why didn't I say that? Whatever. Yeah. You know my answer that, was welcome back to another another Leafs first round exit. I'm your host Lauren Williams, and welcome to Game Over Toronto. That good. That's why you got. The, that's why you. That's why you got the gig. You know that's why you did it. Yeah. But, uh, who knew? I who still knew? see JT getting hit in my nightmares. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Corey Perry still does. You yeah, know? I, I know we're, we're 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 going way off, we're going way off the handle here. Way off, like, like when that was one thing that got me so mad. Everyone was like, "Corey Perry's dirty player." I'm like, if he tried to do that, that would have been impressive that he could have done that. There's no way he did that no. on purpose. I think they're actually friends, like to some degree outside of it, like as much friends First as he can all, be. I'm, Corey Perry's a dirty player, but he's not a attempted murderer. No, like, that was that. He's was not actually a bad dude. Yeah, he's not. An, yeah, he's not an attempted murderer, for what we know. Right? You know, yeah. so Ottawa built their team to beat the Leafs back when, and they still couldn't do it. You're not wrong, Cameron. You're not wrong. Although I feel like my who I want to see least in the playoffs, honestly, honestly, is Buffalo. 
if Least, we see, yeah. if we see Buffalo in the Atlantic in the first round, we're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, that would that'd be rough. Which is that terrible be... to say, right? Maybe we don't deserve it if that's the case. And we haven't played Buffalo yet this year, have we? No, we have not. Buffalo, they they're interesting now. I think I think they got rid of the bad vibes. Yeah, no, they're they're not, uh, they're not the most talented, but on they, a bit they of a heater. On a bit of a they heater. Those vibes. They're right? getting better earlier than we all expected them to. Unfortunately, yeah. and they have a franchise player, Rasmus uh, Dahlin. Uh, there's so many Rasmuses. I almost said Sally uh, Sandine. Remember know. a couple years ago when Buffalo had all of the Rasmuses? I think it was four of there them. There was like four of them on one team. It was Salinen, and then it was Asplund. I think. Yeah, yeah, Rasmus Asplund. That's cool. He is dirty, but that was unintentional. Yeah, I totally agree with the chat. Yeah, I don't know. Perry yeah, is like Marchand. Hate like... him unless they're wearing your Team Canada shirt. Listen, I don't, Cameron, Cameron, we don't talk about Marshan in a Canada jersey because then I'm not allowed to hate him, and I don't like hey, that. But listen, I, I said this before. If if Brad Marchand was a Toronto Maple Leaf, he would not have to retire. There would be a statue on Legends Row of him <laughs> right now. I think someone, like, I think I heard someone say recently that he actually grew up like watching the Leafs. I think he, he was a fan. And he, I think he felt kind of bummed about it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, I no. Mean, to be fair, is he? like, I don't know. I have something I check that. But thoughts on Homburg tonight, Nathan Bula. He was okay. Assist, yeah, hey. I'm fairly impressed. He had, uh, I think he had that one block shot right in front of uh, the other team, right in front of the Pittsburgh goalie. The fourth line was fine. They had a couple really good, uh, yeah, zone. A uh, couple. Sorry, whoo! It's late. Um, a couple really good uh, zone holds. And uh, cycling the puck and keeping lots of pressure on the pens. He played fine. I didn't really, I didn't notice anything bad about him, which is good. That's better than uh, Mr. Sandine and his goal yeah. away. Halifax, I was right. Let's yeah. go. Oh, All right. I, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, somebody in the chat said it. Uh, I, um, but I, one more thing before we go is like the, the bottom six shuffling at this point, I don't understand it because. How are you going to – you got to build continuity. I know it's the third and fourth lines, but you have to have continuity at I some think point. They, I think they figured out the third line now. I do think that the fourth line is always going to be some kind of rotating think door. Going down? think Robertson's going down again? I don't know. I think it'll depend on what they need, right? I think yeah. when they're playing Winnipeg and Boston and, and Dallas, they're going to have Clifford and Simmons and – you know, maybe a couple of other guys on the fourth line, but then when you're playing yeah. teams that are also fast, you know, like the the Edmontons when you're playing when you're playing the Flames, when you're playing Florida, when you're playing teams that are a little bit faster, you know, maybe that's when you put Nick Robertson on it. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily the best usage for him or the best place for him to learn, but I digress. Yeah. And eventually, there's going to be more injuries too, right? Knock on wood. We hope there's never going to be, but but there will be. But if if some dust and you- and nuts. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it's a hard balance to strike. You know, it's hard. Everybody wants to see this guy develop, but I think Sheldon Keith's mind, as it should be, is always on. I have to win the next game. The next game, I have to win it. Yep. I think every game to him is life and death, because it probably is coaching wise, um, or you know, everything. He's he's there to win, so developing while winning, I think, is so hard. Like you see this in other sports sometimes. You'll see it in a lot of times in basketball. You see it is like 
they'll try to they'll have like somebody who's a lot of potential. Like for example, on the Golden State Warriors, they have some young guys who have a lot of potential. Just so you know, we're down to the last couple minutes here. Oh, I see it. I see it. Okay. We're good. We're good. All right. I'm trying to make my point here. <laughs> so they have a lot of um yeah, they have a lot of young players, but they struggle to get those young players going because they still have legends and they still want to win. So that's the balance they got to strike. But I think he gives them the best chance to win. Like he, he, you can't have enough guys who can put the puck in the net. It's true, in my opinion. You can never have too much scoring Open down the lines. But he has cooled off. Some uh, Cameron made a good point. He has cooled off in the last few minutes. And speaking of cooling off, we're going to end up cooling off for the night here, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming out and watching with it's a good us. Transition. Thanks for thanks for yes. watching the game. Thanks for coming into the chat and hanging out with us. Uh, yes, thank you guys. We all appreciate it. everybody who watches. Uh, make sure again you like and subscribe. Uh, you share it everywhere. If you do that, I will be your friend. Tell all Maybe your I'll friends. You, yeah, tell all your friends and yeah, get it out there, guys. Come That's on. That's it. And if for we'll one last you. shot, my name is Lauren Williamson. Uh, you can my find me on Twitter. Make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the comment box. Let us know what we're doing well, what you'd like to see in the future. And uh, we will see you all soon. Take care, everybody. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.